Hello everyone! Welcome back to Out of Our Mains. I'm Maynard and with me here today is... I'm Robert. Is I'm Robert. Welcome to the podcast, I'm Robert. Yes, my name, yes, yes, my name's I'm Robert, <laughs> of course. Oh. Well, how you doing today, Robert? <laughs> I'm doing good, recovering <laughs> from my sickness, um, all that jazz. Um, yeah. We just got off of watching... Uh, uh, a couple episodes from the season one of Friendship is Magic for the tier list, so that's going to be fun to talk about. Yeah, we got about five episodes in there, so we got we got some good episodes to talk about today, as well as yeah, our first S tier, so, uh, so stay yeah, tuned we'll to, to hear that. what that is. But uh, lots happened in the past week, specifically in regards to our channel, so um, so not that, not that we've done much, but... Um, uh, I just want to say thank you to, well, to everyone listening, but specifically um, the EOJ team, the Elements of Justice team. Yeah. So, so last week we ended up talking for like half an hour about Elements of Justice on our podcast. Great series. Go watch it. Yes, go watch it. Um, but we ended up talking about it and we basically got like raided by the team behind that yeah. series um and they yeah. they came to our podcast and and left a lot of nice words gave some good advice for our podcast and so um so we're gonna actually respond to uh to a couple comments um mm -hmm. later on in the episode but um but yeah we do have do have a little bit of news today uh not nothing too crazy but um yeah, so we do we do have a little bit of news. We've got another um another pony con we're gonna start talking about as well as um Yeah, just just a couple general news things. So Yeah. For starters, um it's been announced that we are actually gonna get some G five content earlier than May. Hasbro has announced a uh an exclusive YouTube series uh, for G5 that is going to be coming out this spring. So we don't know any details or anything about specifically when, how long it's going to be, if it's going to be a recurring thing or whatever, but we do know that it's going to be 2D. Maybe not quite mm -hmm. G4 style, but it's going to be 2D. Oh, if it's G4 style, I'm going to lose my I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> if it's so I don't think it's going to be G4 style. What I'm most hoping for, what I'm most hoping for, you remember at the beginning of G5, the beginning of the G5 movie? Ooh, ooh, the, that kind of anime style? Ooh, that would look so pretty. That would be awesome. But a lot of people are saying that it might be similar to, um, uh, what is it? You remember, like, one of the first promo materials that was leaked for G5? It was, like, a bedsheet with Sonny and Izzy on it, and it was, like, uh, 2D. Oh, that was so long ago. Yeah, it was a while back. Um, but people are speculating it's going to be in that style, because I believe there was a... There was another image in that art style that was a little bit more polished, because the bedsheet, they looked kind of derpy, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but, um... But they posted another image in that style, so maybe it'll be... Uh, maybe the series will be in that style. Um, it did look a little bit more polished, so hopefully it'll uh, it'll look a lot better moving than it did yeah. on a on a little girl's bed. 
So <laughs> if it's if it's YouTube exclusive, it's probably gonna be like maybe five minute shorts. I'd I'd wager. Possibly, yeah. It might be similar to if they, like... if they splurge for twenty two minutes, I'm gonna just be like, wow. <laughs> I'll be impressed. Yeah, it'll. What I assume is it's gonna be similar to. So you remember, um, in between like G four and um and G four point five or Pony Life, they had that little like youtube series of like it's like clay animation um did you ever watch any of those i see i've seen a couple uh i've seen a bit of it but i haven't actually like sat down and watched it yeah it could be i know what you're talking about it could be similar in concept to that where they're just short little like little gags between the characters or whatever that follow a very simple storyline um, hopefully with voice acting, but who knows? Mm. Um, but regardless, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it's more G5, and that's I'm hungry for it. I'm starved for yeah. it. <laughs> um, but uh, another thing. So last week we talked about um, we talked about the animatic for Angry, Angry Mob. Mob. Yep. And this week, the same guy actually posted another animatic. This time of fit right in, and oh. did you end up watching that? I sent it to you. Uh, no, I didn't actually. I can pull it up here in a bit. Gotcha. Well, it is way, way more different than the um, than the angry mob one was. For starters, uh, I don't think I think this animatic was made before they had the voice cast like confirmed because it was two or it was multiple different voice actors than what we actually got um or multiple different singers than what we got in the um final movie as well as a lot of lyrics were changed and for good reason for starters um you know the you know the line where hitch it like hitch takes over and he's it's like they taught us unicorns were super scary maniacs um yeah well, in this, he says, they taught us unicorns were homicidal maniacs. And I'm like, whoa there, bud. <laughs> um, although in the final version, Izzy does say something about, I can't remember if it was the Earth Ponies or Pegasi, like, eating their young or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty dark in itself. But, um, but... Yeah, it is it is kind of crazy how much it changed. Izzy also had um a bit of a different look to her. She looked a lot more nerdy uh in this. Yeah. Um But uh it was pretty good, so go check that out. Just yeah, the fit right in animatic. Um it's pretty good. Yeah. It's different from the end product. But um So that's gonna be it for general news in terms of Convention news. So, Griffith Isles just happened this past weekend. Um, if any of you were at that, be sure to uh, yeah let us know how it went. If you met any cool people there or anything, um, yeah, just let us know. We'd be happy to hear about it. So, that just ended. We do have a bit of... Uh, we do have one piece of TrotCon news. So, they've announced their first community guest. So, like, um, they've announced a few voice actors from the show who are going to be there already. Uh, but now, turns out that uh, I 
I really hope I don't pronounce this incorrectly, but Fiara the Tank Girl is going to be there. Um, so I, I did a little bit of looking into her because I hadn't I hadn't heard her name before, but apparently she goes to like every convention like ever. Every every convention is existence. Yeah. Um, so if you've if you've been to a pony con, you'll probably recognize her from one of the uh, in her words from one of the 20,000 panels that she's been in. Um, she apparently has 20,000 panels uh, that she's going to be in this con. So, uh, Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, <coughs> she apparently does like reviews and stuff on her YouTube channel. Uh, I don't know, but go check her out. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's going to be at the con. Uh, if you're a fan of her, uh, then yeah, she'll be there. As well as, so we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna start covering some news about uh, Van Hoover Pony Expo because that comes up in January. So that's about two yep. months from now. So in Canada. Yep, Canadian convention. So if you're near uh, British Columbia, go uh, go look into that. You if can, you're yeah, you can look into it. Yeah, if you're interested, I don't know their website. Uh, I should have been prepared, but. You can probably just look up. I'm too lazy. <laughs> we'll do it afterwards. It'll be in the description. Yeah. Uh, just look up Van Hoover Pony Expo. Um, that's happening from the 7th to the 9th. So that's going to be yep. a couple months from now. But um, yeah. So yeah. TrotCon's coming up soon. And then right after that, you got Van Hoover Pony Expo. So we got two cons two months in a row. Three in a row, actually, because we had one this month, next month. And the following, but you know, some yeah, of these are lots lots of stuff's happening. Yeah. So if you're planning on going to that, uh yeah, go ahead and let us know in the comments. We'd be happy to hear from yeah. you. Okay. Now we've got other things to talk about. We do. Uh so when when we got the first comment from the EOJ staff, you were at work. Yes. And uh <laughs> What was your reaction? Uh, I was uh, I was fanboying pretty hard. Yeah, let's yeah, let's <laughs> just put it all on the table. Our yeah. Raw reactions. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh goodness! I accidentally started playing the episode. Um, <laughs> good job. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we got. We were uh, we were both very excited. Uh, we started seeing just a bunch of comments from uh, team members of EOJ, and that just melted my heart. Honestly, like yeah, that was really encouraging. Including it, Al Javis himself. Yeah, the head of the like, EOJ project. Like I, I literally, I was, I was. How that happened? I was, I was on the notifications, uh, doing something else while keeping it on the channel because you know. I didn't know when the comments were going to stop. Like I was going to wait until that, at least the end of the day. And then I just see, uh, and then the first thing I do when I click the bell icon, I just see Ace Attorney Elements of Justice has commented on your video. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah. So that was really cool to see. So thank you guys a lot for all the, uh, all the nice words. We got, we got some advice uh, and everything. Um, we also do have a comment that I wanted to respond to. So, uh, Sky Arrow is someone who's who's commented uh, on our YouTube before. Yeah, every but, uh, video so far. Yeah, so I'm just going to read this real quick, and then we can respond to it, because I, I told yeah, them so, it would. 
basically what what we last last episode we asked you know uh how, how you got into the show you know yeah we were we were talking about um about robert's introduction to the show the previous episode i went into how i got into the show um and we were talking about the fandom's influence on well itself uh so Skyro commented I know for sure that the fandom influenced me into looking into the show. Uh, had been watching a reactor, Rarity Dash, for another show, and saw he watched Pony stuff, uh, and found others who reacted to it as well. So, uh, they said they had been yeah. hesitant about the show at first, but after seeing how so many others were watching it, uh, they were convinced into giving a shot themselves. They loved the show ever since. Um, they said they haven't seen EOJ yet. Go watch EOJ, it's really good. <laughs> Yeah, turn about Storm first, then EOJ. Yeah, um, but unrelated. So they had a question for us, uh, which is why I'm reading this. So they said, have you done stuff like this show before? Seems like it came out of nowhere. Or did something make you want to start this podcast series? Yeah. Okay. So funny story about that. So before we started the podcast, um, Maynard just DM'd me out of the blue. And he's just like, hey, you know, I, I wanted to start like a pony podcast. You in? <laughs> it was something like that. I like yeah. it's not word for word, but I'm just like I'm just like, you know, um like reiterating, like basically. Um but he, something along those lines. I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make it so nonchalant, but it kind of was, honestly. <laughs> it was pretty nonchalant. <laughs> so I can't I can't speak for uh I can't speak for you, but I've wanted to do uh to be a part of a podcast of some kind for a long time. Uh, it's just something I've been interested in doing a lot. Um, so uh, I will say I haven't done anything similar to this. I mean, I had like a YouTube channel that I live streamed on and that's about all the experience that I have, uh, but not really like co-commentating. I don't really have any experience co-commentating. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you. Yeah. Um like okay, I found the message. Basically <coughs> it started off as just an idea to uh, I think just record fan fiction readings. Yeah. Yes. And then and like it started off you had like three suggestions. It was fan fiction readings and we delegate characters and preview the chapter live reading. We delegate the characters live and have commentary after the during the chapter. Or the third one, which is podcast where we read a chapter beforehand, then discuss it afterwards. And the funny thing is, the one thing that started the whole conversation, we completely threw out the window. <laughs> which is yeah. doing the fanfic reading. We we might do yeah. that eventually. Um, like, it was, it, there's a lot of really long and really good fanfiction out there, so it would take a lot of time to edit it all down. Yeah, um, it would be a lot of time, but it is, uh, it's, it's something that I'm still interested in doing in the future. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. As, as for my experience in podcasting, I've never done a podcast before. I, I do have experience in just commentary before. I have a YouTube channel, We're um, so I... Yeah. Yeah. So we're both total rookies in this field. Um, <clears throat> and so we're we're doing our best. Um we got some yeah. we got some advice from the Al Javis to uh uh on some stuff to make our audio sound a little bit crisper. So hopefully hopefully this episode sounds a bit better than uh than the previous episodes. Um Yeah. I'll I'll do my best to make it sound uh more more pleasant to your ears. Yeah.
But um, I have been on like the the closest I have to podcast experience is uh, a friend of mine, like he and some of his friends ran like a, it was basically a podcast, but it was just like a live stream where they would just talk about random stuff. Um, and they would have it at like, at like 11 at night, just like super late. They would just get on discord with each other and just talk for like two hours. Um, so mm. basically a podcast. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much a podcast. To do. All right, I, like, I like talking about things um, that yeah. interest me and, uh, when it comes to certain stuff, I can talk hours about it. And I'm like, bro, like you could turn this into a podcast. And we turned it into a podcast. That we did. Yeah, because we've... Um, yeah, me, me and Robert have known each other for a while. Funny thing is, when we, when we first met, and for like the first... I want to say like two or three years that we knew each other, we both, we both watched MLP. Yeah, like, when I first met you, I was not into My Little Pony at the time. Oh, really? Actually. Yeah, like, I was not into MLP. Um, okay. Like, it was during it was during our Skype days. I know that yeah. for a fact that we met each other during our Skype days. It was, like, wasn't it, like, 2013, I want to say? Uh, Something like 20, that. It, it would have been 2014. 2014. It would have been 2014. Yeah, roughly around, when around, it was when Skype was at its, like, peak in terms of use. Yeah. Um, And then, so, so, like, I was not in My Little Pony at the time. Um. And I don't think we talked on the regular back then. No, yeah, we like, had we, we were we were more acquaintances. Yeah, we had mutual friends, and we were in a in like um, a group chat. Yeah, we were we were in the same group chat, but we didn't really talk yeah. directly. I think too occasionally much. we just said like, "Yo, hey," we were in the same call sometimes, but you know, we never really like interacted outside of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but later down the and line. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure if you did meet me and we attracted more, you would have probably got to be to the show way earlier. Maybe, yeah. Um, because yeah, I was I I was watching the show at that time, but um, later down the line, we ended up being a part of the same like uh, we were in a D and D with some friends, a uh, like yeah. a a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Um, yeah. they based- kind of started to get to know each other more. Yeah. Um, and. For a while, um, I was <laughs> I was screwing with Robert because we were we were sort of like we were closer friends at that point. Um, and he, I I'll have to like go back and and find it, but I I still remember to this day. You asked me if okay, yeah, yeah I can. I I went to dis the Discord search function is a wonderful thing. So it is. <laughs> scroll up a bit and reread some of this so oh yeah we also how long ago was this this was uh two years ago so in 2019 years ago yeah uh let's see uh i do remember that i forgot you um i don't know why i always forget you were part of coal adventures um i was coal adventures uh three minecraft mod pack but um but anyways, that's a whole nother story. We might end up talking about that at some point. But um, so Robert noticed that I was in. That's so funny. EOJ is what like. EOJ is what made me realize, oh, shit, you're a Brody. Yeah. So he, I didn't know he was like, he was like, wait, you're in Kingdom of Visionaries, too, which is the the discord server uh, of the time, Al server as well. Yeah. 
Um, and <laughs> we, we were just going back and forth. I was screwing with him. He's like, uh, so why are you in there? I'm like, probably the same reason you are. And, and he said that reason being, I'm like, well, why are you in there? He said, well, there's a project called Elements of Justice, which is. An- yeah, because I wasn't I wasn't sure at the time. I wasn't sure. I was like, when I from my perspective, I was like, uh, is he a brony or is he in there for a different reason? Oh, like, wait. like, I was really hesitant. <laughs> the conversation must have started before that, actually, because uh, at that point. We had talked about being a brony, but you didn't actually realize that I watched yeah. the show because, again, I was kind of screwing you, with him. <laughs> yeah, you were You were also kind of like, I think you were kind of vague about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was. And I didn't pick up on it, like, because, you know, I am dumb. <laughs> it's okay, yeah. No, I was, I was being way too, like, way too, here we go, here we go. So. Oh, God. Oh, goodness. Let me let me see if I can find the start of this. Uh, let's see. He said, "You just messaged me, by the way, fellow Brony?" Question mark. And and yeah, I messaged. I think your profile picture was Starlight at the time. <laughs> yeah, Starlight with like a mustache. I was like, I was like, uh, I'm not one. And he's like, uh, what's with that profile picture then? That's MLP. Uh, and I'm like, uh, you didn't see anything. You're like, what? <laughs> like, I was hoping... Let's see. I was hoping you'd assume it was ironic. I said, I don't know. I'm... I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know. I'm tired, and I was trying to mess with you. So, let's see. Uh, you said something about just wanted to ask a question. Um, I said, oh my goodness. Yeah, so I sent you that picture of Creepy Celestia that you saw in... Um, uh, what is it? The anthology series. Uh huh. So I sent you that, and I was like, I was like, can you tell me where this is from? And he had no idea because he hadn't watched the anthology series. Oh my yeah, goodness! I see it. I see it. <laughs> um, God, that was a tangent. Anyways, though, um, <laughs> we were screwing around. Um, I was. I think I was trying to be extremely vague about the fact that I was brought because at the time, so when I first got into the fandom, I was so annoying. Um, uh-huh. I mean, every kid has their like as their cringe moment. Oh but yeah, I was, I was that kid who, if I enjoyed something, I would shove it down everyone's throats around me. And I had just gotten, I want to say, as in my, oh, well, that would have been my senior year of high school. So I had, I had basically like sort of backpedaled and turned into sort of the opposite. So I was almost, I was almost a closet brony at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't super vocal about it because I had embarrassed the crap out of myself previously. Um, uh-huh. I think I found a a fairly good balance nowadays um, where I'm not talking about it constantly. I'm not obsessed with it, but, um, Mm. but uh, I'm not also like trying to hide it or anything. So at the time I think I was just kind of insecure about it and everything. And so I was like, I was like, uh, what, what do I do here? But, but yeah, so 
we haven't neither of us has been really big in the fandom in terms of like a voice i guess Mm -hmm. um i mean i watched a lot of content and i still do uh watch a lot of content from the fandom but um I know you you read a lot early in the yeah, early I'm more days. Yeah, I was more at the time in my like at the time I was more of a reader than like a, a watcher. But um, that like I said before, that's how I got into the fandom. I watched Bronies react. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then uh, you know I got I was more like uh, in the, like the fan fiction scene during my like height. Yeah. I never, I, it's kind of funny because we're kind of the opposite now. Like, at the time, I was not very into, like, fan fiction. I think I read, mm-hmm. like, I had read, like, My Little Dashy because, like, everyone's read My Little Dashy, um, and that was it. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've. I probably sound like a broken record at this yeah. point because I said it a thousand times, but I only got into fan fiction fairly recently. Yeah, like I'm still into fan fiction, but like it's it's for like when I'm having a specific phase and like uh my a, a specific like uh drive to read fan fiction again. Like I said before, like currently my my fix is Hell of a Boss and Hasbun Hotel, but um you know. Back when I first started My Little Pony, I was really into it. Yeah. So like I was into the fan fiction. It's it's kind of a thing where if you have something that you're really into, you are oddly you you kind of want more to consume more content, especially with something like Hasbro Hotel and Hell of a Bus, which doesn't have as much content as the My Little Pony fandom does. Yeah. Or like so. Um, or like Undertale. Like yeah, Undertale as well. Undertale was a very big one for a lot of people. I didn't get super into like the uh the fan-made stuff when it came to Undertale. Um but I was uh, again, I was like overly obsessive of Undertale uh when it first came out and I was really cringy. I, <laughs> um, were, yeah. Yeah, I was I was in that phase as well. Like that was like Heck, I don't remember what I, I don't remember what it was, but I remember there's a video somewhere on YouTube of me and my brother <laughs> doing a very shit comic dub in Undertale. <laughs> so, heck, the the way that so the group that me and you ended up meeting in, I joined that group because a friend of mine uh, was in that group, and he told me that at the time that group, everyone in that group was like soft RPing as characters from Undertale. Yeah. And- <laughs> I remember that. I was involved. I don't think I was involved in that. Yeah, but um so that was how I ended up joining uh because I just needed people to talk to about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. If like if I had like joined a group like that now, I would one thousand percent take papyrus. He's my favorite character in that oh, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, at the time I was uh, very like again. I was that kid who like I shoved it down everybody's throats, and I ended up like I even. So when it comes to MLP, I even had a friend. God, I like. I'm feeling like secondhand embarrassment of myself. Like, um, so you're feeling embarrassed about your past self? Yeah, like very much so. God, I was. I mean, uh, that's good. That means you changed. Yeah, um, 
But yeah, I had a friend who he he was like the um when I first got I'm into the fandom, sorry. I'm scared to hear this. No, but go ahead. When I first got into the fandom, uh I was in like I shared a lot of classes with this guy and mm-hmm. he also uh he also enjoyed MLP. He didn't get nearly into as into the fandom as I did though. Um Oh no. And we ended up like I ended up talking about it way too much with him and like by time high school rolled around he stopped liking the show and maybe maybe it was just because like he lost interest he had other things he was doing because he did he had other things he was doing in life Mm -hmm. um but i have a feeling that i oversaturated him basically a little bit (laughs) maybe a little bit and uh i feel like i feel really awful about it same with like God, I keep going back and forth. Same with Undertale. There were there were a lot of friends who I would just constantly get on. You gotta play this game. You gotta play this game. It's so good. Like, uh, but it is a really good game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I still I still stand by that. Like, I think that everyone should play Undertale at least once. It's a really good game. Still holds up to this day. Probably even yeah. better because the fandom is kind of well i guess with delta it's, and the fandom it's kind of it, the fandom is kind of out of its cringe phase yeah um but the fandom was really cringe back then oh my oh, gosh oh god don't even get me started <laughs> oh but uh, gosh but yeah nowadays i'm i'm a lot better about things i mean i i say that i'm not as obsessed with things but here i am running a pony podcast (laughs) i mean i'm running it with you we're both obsessed yeah so i will uh i'll i'll take that and wear it with pride but i won't uh i won't (laughs) scream it off the rooftops like i would have y'all everyone we're doing a pony podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh but yeah um speaking of that so i was having sort of like a (laughs) This doesn't help my case at all. <laughs> but uh oh, <laughs> So I have a I have a coworker who um he's like he's uh I want to say he's 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 an older guy like he has he has young kids um and he watches a lot of like TV shows with them, right? And so he's mm-hmm. seen he's seen MLP uh, it's not really his thing, but he like he understands the appeal behind it, and he's mm-hmm. like he's a super cool guy. He he memes on me because of it, but he also like he's also one of those guys who's like is like you know what if you're doing something you enjoy like go, like go for it like I'm not gonna More power to you not here to judge and I I super respect that. But anyways, so um the night that we ended up having a bunch of EOJ like. Uh, team members comment on our You needed to podcast. talk to someone about it, I Yeah, imagine. yeah. Um, and so I ended up mentioning it to him. Um, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh, that's super cool. And he's like, oh, what's the name of your podcast? And I'm like, oh, it's, it's Out of Our Mains. And he's like, oh, that's pretty cool. He's like, you want to know what he told me that what? we should have named our podcast instead? I think what? I told you this before. Yeah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> He said, "He said, oh, you should have named your podcast Big Macabroni and Cheese Sandwich.'" And I'm like, 
Oh yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh my god. He just took two characters that he knew. Right, as 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 of today, we're going to be na- renaming the podcast. All right. <laughs> Hi everybody. Welcome back to Big Macaroni and Cheese Sandwich. <laughs> oh, I'm Big Macaroni and he's Cheese Sandwich. <laughs> so I'm just the, I'm just the weird owl character. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that was, that, that was pretty funny. Um, whew, that was a tangent though. Goodness. I mean, we have nothing else to talk about, so that's fine. Oh, we do still have our tier list. We do still yeah, have that's the only thing. some stuff to go over in our tier list. Um, but yeah, again, super cool to see all of the support from the last few episodes. Our, our first episode now has 111 views and mm-hmm. our most recent episode um episode three now has 92 views and it's amazing yeah that's crazy we just started <laughs> yeah what are you guys doing subscribers yeah oh my gosh we have 15 subscribers why are you it's guys listening to month. us <laughs> it's only been a month <laughs> what, are, what what are you doing here <laughs> you have better things to do <laughs> Listen to Terry Strong's podcast instead. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're kidding. Please stay. We love you. Please please stay. We need the views. (laughs) Yeah, we appreciate everyone. Yeah, yeah. we are. We are really grateful. Uh, All all jokes aside and everything. Um, But. uh, Yeah, so I think we've I think we've gone off track plenty today. Uh, mm. I think it's time, time to, uh, what, what did you say? Tearless time. Oh, I thought you said TOS time. We're about to go through our Tier- term, terms of service. Real <laughs> yeah. Quick. We're going to talk about the YouTube terms of service. <laughs> no, we're talking about our terms of service. Our All right. So if you're, service. if you're commenting on the out of our mains podcast, you need to file, you need to follow this format. We need double, we need a double line spacing. Um, at least three sentences and at least three sentences in every comment at least three sentences um you can't <laughs> i'm not gonna keep going <laughs> that's a stupid bit <laughs> you you have to be a brody <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh yeah okay tearless no. time all right so what was the first episode we watched today? um the the first episode we watched today was call of the cutie call of the cutie so the introduction to the CMC and uh, super important episode. Yes, very important episode. Um, let's see. So <coughs> that episode was really nice. I kept like gushing over how thinking adorable Apple Bloom is in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, was it Michelle Creeber? Right. Um, yeah, Michelle Creeber. Yeah. She delivered a lot of lines really well. Um, buy some apples. <laughs> buy some apples. Um, yeah. And the animators did like a really good job. I, I know like current day, like the Phillies nowadays in the show look a lot technically better, but uh-huh. the Phillies in in season one, like the the foals just in general, were so like short and stubby. And like a little chubby, and they just walk around. And they're stinking adorable. 
Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I love just seeing them walk around that that little like um um where is it where Apple Bloom's like looking around trying to see if she has a cutie mark. She's spinning around. Looks like she's chasing her ta- her tail. Yeah. Stinking adorable. Um. But yeah, the episode is really fun to watch. Really um. Really relatable, as well. Um. For kids, it's like, for kids, it's really easy to relate to it because it's like that feeling of being left out and wanting yeah. to like, wanting to grow up, like, um, be be a big person and a big person, not a big kid, a big person. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Did I? Well. Well. Just like a. Just like. What a, did I just hear? You. You said you said be a Thanks. big person specifically specifically person. Well, yeah, like, but I've never heard people use the term big person. Usually, it's a, a, gr- a growing up at least. Yeah, I guess so. Just growing up, becoming an adult. Um, because all the well, because you say like because when you're a kid, you look up and you see oh like they're big yeah. people like they're yeah um big, like when you a, see the grown ups older people yeah grown ups grown ups get to. Grown-ups get to do whatever they want. Grown-ups yeah, can that, stay up past when, their bedtime. And when you're whatever. when you're a kid, here's how it goes: When you're a kid, you want to want to become a teenager. When you're a teenager, you want to become an adult. And when you're an adult, you want to be a kid again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and so it's like it's a good lesson about like enjoy the here and now. Like you don't have to grow up yeah. in a single afternoon. Um, yeah. As well as um, this is if you read deeper into it. Yeah. It's also a really good lesson about. I think it applies a lot to people who are high school age or like even just out of high school. I guess peer pressure. Sort of. It's more like societal pressure. Um, yeah. So there are there are plenty of people who are able to figure out exactly what they want to do while they're in high school and they go to college and they end up following that career. But. More often than not, people will end up going to college and they end up changing majors because they it turns out that the thing that they thought they wanted to do, they they hate and they end up doing something else that they enjoy a lot more. The thing is, we're basically told you need to know exactly what you're going to do right now. Like you need to get that figured out right now. And it's very easy as a kid um, or like like as a teenager to think, oh, everyone around me has what they want to do figured out. It's really hard to realize, like, it's really hard to think about, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. And we basically, like, not only, like, in the episode, like, Bloom is being, like, being shamed by the bullies. Um, but, like, we can kind of bully ourselves and beat ourselves up for not knowing, like, what we're doing. When we're, when we're 17, 18, like, even, like, 20. I'm 20, and I still don't know, like, yeah. uh, exactly what I'm doing with, like, yeah. career-wise. <clears throat> Um, the important thing is to like, keep, you know, 
keep trying new things, keep learning more about yourself and everything, but we can very often think, I need to get this all figured out right now. Or as um, it, in how Applejack put it, um, figuring out what your cutie mark is or earning your cutie mark in a single afternoon. Like, that's yeah. not how it works at all. Um, and True, people, I guess it can happen if you just have a realization one day, but... Yeah, but more often than not, it's a gradual thing. You don't dis- yeah. you don't discover what your purpose in life is in a single day. Yeah. That's not what happens. You should you should try and find that. It's very good to have a plan figured out. Um if you know exactly what you're going to do from a certain age then good for you. That's awesome. But you shouldn't feel pressured to to know what you're going to do for the rest of, of your life before your brain is even finished fully developing. Because as... I swear I talk about this way too much, but it's because it's so applicable. Um, so on average, like, uh, I believe I believe women, their brains are fully developed by, I want to say, like, 22, 20, 22 to 24, maybe like 20 to 22. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm um, overestimating that. And men, our brains aren't developed until we're about like 25, 26. Um, and the part of your brain that is developing in that latter half is your frontal lobe, which is the part of your brain that is more, funnily enough, forward thinking. Um, yeah, your brain that is able to better like plan for the future. And so trying to like trying to tell yourself that you're wrong, that you're like a misfit because you don't know what you're going to do in the future before your brain finishes that future planning part. Like that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And we can tend to forget that. I've forgotten that a lot. There have been many times where I've, like, I've been like, well, everyone around me is in, is like in college, is doing things that they're enjoying. There are people, there are people my age who are getting married, who are like building a family, like just, and it seems like they have their lives together, which is great for them. But we shouldn't feel pressured to have that. Definitely, I'm not saying this. Uh, I'm not saying, oh, you should just do nothing until you're in your 30s or no, something like that. Even, not even a little bit. Because that's also ridiculous. You shouldn't just sit on your butt. Um, uh, you don't want to be comfortable with where you are. But you shouldn't feel ashamed of yourself. Uh, it's very easy to shame ourselves. But anyways... That was a really long tangent, but <laughs> um, it's a really good lesson in a really good episode. Yeah. Um, so we ended up ranking that in the middle of A tier, um, right in between the Ticketmaster and Bridal Gossip. Um, it was a fun episode and had a really good moral as well. Um, but yeah, what was our what was the next episode we watched? 
Uh, the next one we watched was Fall Weather Friends. Gotcha. Fall Weather Friends. So, what what do they call the ship? Apple Dash? Is that what people say? Uh, yeah. Apple Dash shippers went wild. Because, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that episode. But, um... Yeah. Pretty good episode. Um... Very fun seeing the banter between Rainbow Dash and Applejack, uh, getting caught up in the conversation. Um, in the conversation, competition. My, bra- my brain went on autopilot. Getting caught up Con- in the competition. I started. Bro, I, conversation. I started looking at something else and reading something else, and my brain just tried to f- like. I just had like y- you know how your phone has the autofill function where it like predicts yeah. the next words that are coming. It turned it turned <laughs> auto you turned autofill on. Yeah. My brain turned autofill on <laughs> to finish that Jeez. that sentence. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so they're just they're competing with each other. They're like essentially just trying to figure out who's the best and who's the most athletic. Yeah. Um and it's it's very fun just seeing the banter and everything. Um, it wasn't really too much of an important episode, and again, not too much happened. I guess it was more so to develop their relationship. Yeah, further. yeah. It was it was an episode meant to like yeah develop the relationship between characters like um uh what's the episode like look before you sleep uh where it yeah. It kind of more emphasized how the relationship between Rarity and Applejack works. Um, And so it was good. Some like some character development, lots of fun, lots of fun references in this episode. Uh, I loved the I I always love the fact that Twilight's number was 42 because of course it is. Of course, she's yeah. a Hitchhiker's uh, fan. Yeah, Hitchhiker's <laughs> Guide. Yeah, because, um, you know, if if you don't know, 42 is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Um, Supposedly. <laughs> um, as well as, like, just Looney Tunes bits, like Rainbow Dash flipping the sign so Applejack goes yeah. the wrong way. Or, uh, what was what was the other thing? There was something... There's something else that they did that was that was pretty funny. I don't remember off the top of my head, but um, mm. yeah, some good slapstick in there. Um, but yeah, I always feel bad for Spike in early seasons because he like gets he always he always is like at the end of most slapstick. Yeah, <laughs> but like <laughs> this episode, it was pretty well balanced between Rainbow and Applejack. Um, and Spike got yeah. to Spike got to co-commentate, and that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't at the end of like a joke. Yeah. Personally, I prefer pickles. <laughs> uh, but um, or they're talking about their favorite hot dog condiments, which um, they're not talking about actual meat. They're talking about carrots. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Anyways, though, <laughs> um, yeah, pretty fun episode. We ended up putting that uh, right above the um, 
we put that right above the season one opener uh, in B tier. So, yes, I know there's an episode in between those, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, what was our what was our next episode? After Fall Weather Friends was suited for success. Yes, suited for our success. First a- our first S tier episode. You s- you spoiled the surprise. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So suited for success is the episode that Art of the Dress is from. Ooh, that rhymes. Um, yeah. But um, where the the main six are all like well. Everyone except Rarity is coming to Rarity about uh, their dress for the Grand Galloping Gala. Rarity says, oh, I'll, I'll make you guys all dresses for, for the gala. For free. For free. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, that's super cool. And she makes them these beautiful dresses. They and really nice. And they take a dump on all of them. Uh, metaphorically, not literally. Uh, <laughs> Not literally. Uh, this is a kids' show. <laughs> yeah, they can um, get away. They can only get away with so much. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, so this episode is one of the best like characterizations of Rarity. Um, in the it, it's the best characterization of Rarity in this season, and one of the best in the show. Um. Just, again, a very relatable, like, position that Rarity was in. Very relatable. Too relatable. Yeah, it's a little on the nose, but if you've ever, like, if you've ever made something and, like, either made something for someone or just showed a friend something that you made and you ask them advice and you get, like, you get... You ask for them for their opinion. They're like, oh, it's pretty nice. And you're like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean pretty nice? What does that Elaborate. mean? <laughs> like, I just showed you a two and a half minute song. What? what? You can't just say it's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, like, like I people always use the argument on the Internet how it's like, Oh, you like someone criticized something like, oh, can you make something better? Like, you don't need to be a part of the profession to give criticism. Yeah. Like, like it's like it's like it being it's like criticizing food when you're just a customer. You can still criticize the food. You don't need to be a professional chef to have tastes. Yes. But with that comes the other moral of the episode of don't look a gift horse in the mouth. So mm-hmm. you can be, you can, like, you can give someone your opinion on something, but if they're just making it to make it, like, in, in this episode, Rarity makes these dresses, and her friends start getting really demandy in terms of- It needs of, to be about 20% cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Phantom ran with that one. Um, no, they sprinted. They flew with that one. Yeah. <laughs> they grew wings they and really flew did. 50 miles <laughs> with that one. <laughs> they really did, though. Oh, the Phantom performed several sonic rain booms with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But so they just start criticizing it and saying that they know exactly how it should be um, and that she needs to change all of the dresses. And they ended up turning out terribly. Um, no shit. And that's also another frustrating thing is you can you can give criticism, but like also at the same time, have it be like substantial, I guess. Yeah. Like, not just Rain- Rainbow is the biggest offender. <laughs> It needs to be cooler. What does that mean? <laughs> like it's the color's fine, just make it cooler. <laughs> uh, it needs to be about twenty percent cooler. And Fluttershy was the most helpful in designing it. Yeah, she knew she knew the most about it, but at the same time, it didn't. None of them in terms, really. In terms of constructiveness. She was the most helpful. Yeah, but it still didn't end up very well. Um, but yeah, if some if someone's doing something for you, if you get a gift on Christmas or your birthday, like that's not the time to be like, oh, this isn't what I was looking for. Hey, why'd you make me this? Why'd you buy me this? That's not the correct time thing to go about. If someone is That's asking how- you for like for an opinion on something, like yeah. You you let them know what you think and everything. But like try to be as in depth as as you can if possible. Somewhat. It's kind of a there's sort of a balance to it. Yeah. As 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 in depth as you your I would say as in depth as you yourself are able to do. It doesn't have to be perfect, but like anything Anything that actually helps the creator that isn't just, oh, this is good, you know, or, oh, this is bad, you know, like, try to at least give some substance to your criticism. Yeah, exactly. But there's there's a lot of depth to the moral of this uh, of this episode, and it's not really like, honestly, not as cut and dry as a lot of episodes uh, in terms of moral. But it's a very, it's very in your face, and it's very good. It's very well written. Um, mm. But, and we haven't even talked about the song. Oh, the song! That was a, easily one of the best songs in season one for me. Yeah, uh, one of one of Rarity's best songs as well. Um, so. I didn't really have... I couldn't think of any problems I had with this episode. Oh, yeah, not to mention... Oh, I forgot to mention. Very important episode, because it's another episode leading to the gala. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is the the big thing of this season. The theme of this season is everyone's excited for the gala. Yeah, the overarching plot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it contributed to that. It led into the gala... Um, I'm excited to see that episode. Yeah, that's a very good episode. But um, all of that led us to put it in S tier. It's <coughs> our first, our first S tier episode. No, mm-hmm. no really big 
problems with the episode other than the like the pain watching <laughs> like the other main six like just completely ruin these beautiful designs <laughs> yeah like like even if i were in one of those uh, if one of in their position like i was getting like you know a nice tuxedo commissioned to be for free i would take it just mm-hmm. as is i would say oh this is a really nice tuxedo you know i i would probably be like it's not it's not something that i would particularly choose but you know i'm getting it for free i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna like uh you know knock it yeah or anything i'll say for for the fact that i'm getting it for free it'll look really nice yeah so i'd only complain if it was very cheap <laughs> yeah um but yeah so no no real problems with the episode so i think it i think it deserves to be an s tier because yeah. very very enjoyable very good song very good moral very relatable lesson um very good characterization um all that led to it being mm-hmm. our first s tier episode so again uh i Probably should have stated this before, but uh, I'm, I'm going to state it anyway. Opinions. Yeah, these are all our opinions. Is there a we stated last that last time if, we talked about it. We stated before, then we'll state it again. If you have a personal vendetta against Suited for Success, let us know. I want to see that. I want to see. I want to listen. <laughs> I want to listen to why you I hate this episode. <laughs> if you do, yeah. Um, we don't. We don't like it. Well. Well, we may come after you. Uh, <laughs> we may come after you. I may gag you up and bind you to a chair. But I may, you know what? You know, you, I respect your opinion. I made this joke before, but I'm I'm gonna make it again. Uh, fun out of our main fact for out of our mains fact for you. We are a hundred meters from your location and approaching rapidly. <laughs> run, run. <laughs> no No. but um yeah so these are all just our opinions um if you Mm -hmm. if you would rather uh if you personally would put suited for success in d tier and swarm of the century and s tier tell us why i'd love to hear that yeah i'd love to to hear some other opinions fun fact about swarm fun fact about swarm of the century that was actually the first episode that emmy larson wrote really yeah. Interesting. Emily Larson is very polarizing. What a, what, what a weak episode to start on, Larson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, well. But yeah, so that was that was suited for success. Um, I like that episode a lot. And like now, like I have a much bigger like appreciation for rarity as a character. She's mm-hmm. now like probably my second favorite behind Pinky. And like going back and mm-hmm. seeing that, like it's a really good rarity episode. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we we gotta move on at some point. So uh what yep. did we watch next? Feeling Pinky Keen. Ooh. So Feeling Pinky Keen uh was the introduction of Pinky Sense. They, I kinda wish they did more with um yeah there are a couple little references to it later is 
it was a very slapstick heavy episode. Oh yeah, it was, it was very funny seeing Twilight turn into Flat Stanley on the freaking doors. <laughs> oh my god, Flat Stanley! <laughs> <laughs> You've unearthed like some childhood memories. Like that. <laughs> oh, but uh, like, oh my god, you remember, I remember Flat like, Stanley? Yes, I do. The only reason I know about Flat Stanley is because we had to, like, one of my cousins was like doing like a report on or like a re- like a book report on flat stanley and she sent us like a cutout and we were split we were gonna take him to like an exhibit and take <laughs> pictures for her that's awesome i heard about a lot a lot of schools did that my school never did that but uh the reason i read flat stanley was because my older sibling at the time was um uh they were doing that like that project and so mm-hmm. they had a copy of the book, so I, I read it from them because I was a big, uh, I was a really big book nerd uh, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I read a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I remembered reading Flat Stanley, and it was a pretty good book. But, uh, but yeah. anyways, tangent aside, um, feeling Pinky Keen, slapstick, introduction to Pinky Sense, um, a Hydra showed up. That was really cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like seeing all the like all the Greek mythology uh, monsters <laughs> that pop up in uh, G four. Yeah, I'll I'll be real. Like the the Hydra design was was cute in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't really that intimidating. He's kind of kind of kind of kind of dopey. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love like uh, you. You pointed it out when we were watching the episode where like when the Hydra first roars, like one of the heads is just sitting there, and he's like, "Oh right!" Wait, oh, <laughs> he starts like, roaring oh, as well. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like when you're playing Rhythm Heaven and you got the time off for that one mini game where you got to close the mouth of the singing guys. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like you're just like, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> um. Yeah, but pretty funny episode seeing Twilight that Twilight's first in well Yeah. I think it was one of Twilight's like first instances of Twilighting. Um Oh yeah. Before it became a verb. <laughs> yeah. Just freaking out over this like Well, I guess it wasn't really Twilighting so much as it was just her being so Twilight confused. Being, Twilight being the Twilight that we know. Yeah. Um, Over analytical. Yeah. Um, understandably so, because Pinky Sense makes no sense it's whatsoever. Pinkie Pie. But it's Pinkie Pie, don't question it. The explanation is that's Pinkie Pie. Yeah. Fun episode. Again, uh, the, the humor hit pretty hard in this episode. Not too important of an episode, since Pinky Sense doesn't really come up again. Um, but a good, often. good character development for Twilight, her just having to accept this thing. Um, yeah, the moral was kind of weird, I guess. Um, wait, the ending though, the ending though was fantastic. Oh my gosh. So if you guys haven't seen that episode in a long time, so I completely forgot about this. The end of the episode um, Pinky and Twilight are walking out of her library, and Pinky's tail starts twitching, which means that something's gonna fall. 
So uh, like, oh, it's going to be a potted plant probably. And they, they walk away and like, Spike... Like, initially what you'd expect, a, po- a potted plant would fall on Spike's head. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But Spike peeks his head out the window and he's holding a letter. I'm like, oh, maybe he drops the letter or something. He's gonna, he's and then gonna, you like, hear this, like... You hear this, like, airdrop sound. Like, this, this missile drop so sound. Just and then just... Even. Bang! And Celestia is standing on... <laughs> On the like the porch, the, of yeah, the like it's uh, like across across Ravonda, like a bird. is that what that's called? Like a Ravonda? I don't, I don't know, but like she's just there and she takes the letter and Spike is bird. just like gape. I lost my mind laughing. There. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that threw me for a loop. I was not expecting Celestia. Expectations. Yeah, I was not expecting Celestia to just pop down there. And take the letter from Spike in her mouth that, and fly like that away. One, that one moment earned a lot of points for me. <laughs> it, it was it was because that was peak season one comedy. Yeah, um, but yeah, feeling pink keen was probably like one of the funniest episodes so far. Yeah. Um, so, but it it didn't really have much substance. The moral was kind of, I guess. Like just believe your friends. It was a bit muddled. Yeah, it wasn't very. It, it was, was kind of lost vague. in the pinky pieness. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so we ranked it at the bottom of a tier. Um, it got carried hard by the humor. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but generally fun episode. Uh, I want to say like we said something along the lines of like it. It set the standard. It was like, no, 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 no. That's the next episode, actually. That's yeah. the next episode, actually, that we said that about. But Feeling Pinky Keen is pretty good. Yeah. Now, next episode. The next episode we saw that's also written by M.A. Larson, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, Sonic Rainboom. So this was one of, like, the more important episodes. Yeah. And one of the episodes that stuck with the fandom for a very long time. Uh, the whole Sonic Rainboom thing was a very popular concept in fan fiction, in animations. Even had that like, there's that fan made episode of uh, Double Rainboom. Um, do you remember that? Did you I don't think I ever that? saw that fan made episode. Gotcha. It was like a it was it was basically like a crossover episode of like MLP and the Powerpuff Girls, and oh, it was. It was all right. The animators did a good job. Voice actors did a good job. Writers did an all right job for what it was. Um, wasn't really my thing. It wasn't really my thing personally. Um, but I know a lot of people were uh, pretty big fans of that. So, um, but yeah, that was like an early, early fandom project. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole episode was based on the concept of a, a Sonic Rainboom. Okay. But, um, just heard. Rarity is at our worst in this episode. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. We were still in the watch party. That's what that sound was. Uh, okay. I'm a quick intermission. My dinner's ready. I'm gonna go yoink that. I'll be like a minute. All right. Intermission time. Anyways. Yeah. 
Worst episode, worst rarity episode thus far. Welcome back. Oh uh, yeah, Sonic Rain Boom. Yep. Um, I mean, it wasn't really a rarity episode. Yeah, but, but worst episode for rarity. Worst characterization so episode for rarity yeah. so far. Yeah, which is unfortunate because she was really out of character this episode. Um, hmm. very vain. I guess she is somewhat vain, but like in terms of like in place of her friends, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's room for character development, but um, it was an entertaining episode. Um, lots of fun. Very important episode again because of the introduction of the Sonic mm-hmm. Rain Boom. Um, and the first time we actually get to see the Wonderbolts in the flesh. As opposed yeah. to just talking about them or seeing them in flashbacks. Or fantasies. Or fantasies, yeah, not not flashbacks. Um, they're the opposite of a flashback. But... Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. We get a little, a little bit more uh, power scaling for Twilight. She's able to give someone wings. <laughs> yeah. She larcened rarity. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Oh, why didn't they all just drink Red Bull? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah. So, and she was able to cast a cloud walking spell, so the rest of them could. Oh yeah, yay, yay. Yeah. So that's another thing that the fandom ran with. Um, yay. So, geez, don't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one of the most like commonly used sound effects in the fandom nowadays, and way back mm-hmm. when, then way more. Um, yeah. But it's pretty fun. Fluttershy was really cute in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, it was like a standard episode. Um, what was the moral in this episode? Uh, uh believe in yourself. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I guess so. Was there even a moral? I guess Rarity more so learned the moral of like yeah. of not like stealing the spotlight. I suppose. Not yeah. not being a show off, kind of a kind of a basic moral. So yeah, um, I mean an important one. Celestial got murdered by a cloud. <laughs> uh, got to pull in Phoenix Wright to to defend Rainbow Dash for the assault for attempted of murder. <laughs> attempted murder of Princess Celestia. No, um, uh, get on it, Elements of Justice. <laughs> That's case three. Don't spoil it, Robert. Oh, we can't. Shoot, you're right. I discovered this. I discovered the Javis trusted us with this knowledge. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get sent to the sun. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So that was that was uh, that was an all right episode. Um, kind of kind of like the standard. standard. For season one, we kind of put it smack dab in the middle of everything, uh, though closer well, the, to the lower side. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, so that was in between Fall Weather Friends and the season one opener. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. So that about. We've watched so far. Yeah, that about wraps up our, our tier list stuff for today. So uh, if you want to see the um, the current the tier, tier list, list thus far, yeah, it'll be in the description of both the YouTube and the Spotify. Um, yeah, and the Google Podcasts. Yeah, is what we're also on. We're on a lot of things. Well, we're on three yeah. things, but you know, remember to press all the buttons. Yeah, press all the buttons. Um, Except the report button, please don't. Please don't press the report button. Um, but yeah, <laughs> don't report me for spoiling the next EOJ case. <laughs> please, LJ, this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be interesting though if one of the princesses was like heavily involved in a case? Ooh. Like, like more so than Luna. I mean, Luna's not directly involved in the case itself. She's prosecuting the case. She's still involved. Not as like, oh, well, like directly involved with like the center of the case. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's that's what I mean. Ooh, um, that would be interesting. But uh, it could be pretty cool. Oh, Let's sorry. not get on a tangent of elements of justice again. <laughs> yeah. Um, go check out Elements of Justice if you haven't. Um, so you can go back and and watch that portion of the last podcast where we where we uh, we fanboy about it for thirty yeah. minutes. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at Out of Our Mains and tweet us stuff using the hashtag MainPod. Yeah, you know. So uh, I guess what what do we want people to to tweet at us this week? Last week we um, asked for uh, pictures of your bed. Tend to send a picture of your keyboard. Yeah. All right. Um, send us those. You uh, want, you want, send a send a video of how it sounds. Ooh, yes. Or like even just like an audio like file. I want to yeah. hear those. I want to hear those clickety clackities. I have a. Yeah, you know, you just got to hear the. I have a pretty clicky keyboard. It's very loud. I have stuff set up so uh, Streamlabs doesn't really pick it up. I use Streamlabs to record. By the way, very professional. <laughs> But um, very professional, yeah. But um, yeah. Just picture your keyboard. Uh, shoot us some feedback if you have any questions uh, that you'd like to be answered in the next uh, podcast. Yeah, you know, leave it down in the comments, or again, tweet a, tweet at us using the hashtag #MainPod. Yeah, and uh, thank you again to everyone who just for all the kind words on the on the last episode. That was really mm -hmm. nice. Um. Really, unexpected. really made both of our days. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so be sure to be sure to hit the like button if you enjoyed this, or hit the dislike button if you didn't. Um, be sure. Yeah, it's not like we can see the dislikes anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's not get into analytics. that. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not get into that. Oh YouTube, oh YouTube, but um. Yeah, so follow us on Spotify or Google Podcasts. Subscribe to our uh, our channel on YouTube if you haven't already. Um, Click the notification bell. Let's try and get to... <laughs> let's, let's, let's set a goal. Let's try and get to 20 subs before the next episode. Uh, unlikely, but we'll see. Yeah, 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 we'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's, hey, give us one like. <laughs> if we can get one like on this video...
I will give this homeless man a hundred thousand dollars. Whoa, there! <laughs> I was gonna say like, <laughs> I was gonna say like, I'll drink the proper amount of water that day or something. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you if you can guess to like two likes, I will give a, I will donate to Celestia a hundred thousand bits. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> That caught me off guard. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Thanks everybody for swinging by. Um, we will see you guys next week for, uh, yeah, for some more, more news, some more discussion, yeah. more tier list stuff. Uh, again, I'll, I'll slap that in the description, but, um, yeah, this has been out of our mains episode four. Uh, I am Maynard and I'm Robert and we will see you guys next week. Catch you later.